Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We here at the Fumbling Four Network take mental health very serious. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide, please reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at one 800 273 8255. If you don't like talking on the phone, you can text or start an online chat. Once again, the number is 1-800-273-8255. Hey, it's your Mythos Master, Ariel. Just stopping by to thank our patrons. We have our Dagon patrons, Dead Dog 47, Glassman 93, and the Seven Sins. We also have our cultist patron, Remington Cloutier, and our investigator patron, Rick Haberlin. Thank you so much. We greatly appreciate it. Now, please enjoy our between-season run of Horror on the Orient Express. Welcome back to Call of Cthulhu Mythos Mysteries, Horror on the Orient Express. I am your keeper, Ariel. And joining me today is starting with Michelle. Hi, I'm Michelle, and I play Millie Oakley. She's uh, an investigative, investi- investigative journalist. Thank you. <laughs> I can't speak today. <laughs> Um, Daniel, I play the parapsychologist that wants to be a 1920s Ghostbuster known as Fred Lyons. I'm Travis, and I'm playing Frank Jacobs, retired special ops, just regular guy. Hello, my name is Mark. I'll be playing James Clarkson, the gentleman. That got everybody killed. Gentleman. The gentleman. God. Hi, I'm Aaron, and I'll be playing Kyle Draper, detective. Uh, of course you are. And my phobia, because nobody else gave anything else. I'm scared of being alone. <laughs> nobody fucking asked you. Fuck you. Damn <laughs> shit. And joining us today is a special guest, Seven Blades. Phew, 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 a thousand air horns and angels praise you. Hello, everyone. I'm Seven. I'll be playing Herb Bentley, 
a sale a milkman from California, Sacramento, California. He's afraid of flying, and he's a goddamn Adonis. <laughs> California's number one milk daddy. <laughs> uh, my stomach hurts now. Milk daddy. Night City would be proud. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right, so where we last left off, you guys had a fun little party on the Orient Express. You guys drank a lot, had a lot of fun, got to listen to Katarina's beautiful aria, had a little bit of fun with a lot of women, some of you. Not me. Not me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then you all went to sleep. And when you woke up, you're in a strange place on a cobblestone road. So, where we pick up, you guys are standing on the cobbled street. Fog is rolling in, though you can still see. Next to you guys, you all are standing there. And then you happen to see another man standing with you. You guys start looking around. And you notice it's an old town. And this town, though you do see the fog, is veiled in a thick mist. That has a golden and ethereal glow to it. And right now, that is all you see. So I will leave it to you guys. Does anybody know where we're at at all? The train? I think we're on a street right now. Uh, We're in the street? Yeah, don't you see the cobble street below our feet? This is the largest train car I've ever seen, if it is one. He's a, he's a detective. Very good at it, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to turn to the new guy. And who might you be? Uh, the name's Herb Bentley. Milkman from California. Out on, uh, uh, let's say, research gathering. Oh. Uh, for milk? You know, learning, yeah, learning about new types of milk and how to pasteurize them in different ways. Oh. Sell it to the masses and whatnot. This is about the only thing I can think of is meet the Fockers right now. <laughs> <laughs> right, another yank to. Uh, to we shouldn't use that term with him. Why? Because he's a milkman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid I don't follow. What do you uh, think he's gonna yank? I'm. I don't get believe, your meaning. Believe they're using sexual. You're welcome innuendos. to call me whatever you want, sir, as long as you call me pal. And he offers his hand to you. I'll shake his hand. He's gonna make you buy something. Yeah, <laughs> you'll have to do better than that. I, I mean, I didn't have to try too hard, and I made you buy stuff. I need you all to roll me a listen. <laughs> oh God! Here we go. If you're charging stuff to my account again, sir, I will send you a bill. Oh shit! Eight percent. Can you send me a Craig instead? <laughs> I passed. You're exhausting. Passed as well. 
I did not. I got a 95. I got a 39 under 50. Best Sweet. detective Okay, ever. so those that passed, you hear what sounds like a river. You hear water flowing nearby. And you hear some meowing. And you can tell the sound is coming like ahead of you, a ways you can't really see it yet, but you can hear it. I'll go investigate the meowing. Okay, so is everybody else going to? I'm gonna pinch myself. I'll head with them. I like cats. Cats like milk. (laughs) So, Fred, you pinch yourself. It hurts. Well, I just want to make sure because I last known I was on the train. Mm-hmm. Fred. What? <laughs> Did you really just pinch yourself? Yeah, I'm gonna pinch Kyle. Ah, what the fuck? See, I just pinched you too. Why did you do that? I was just making sure you were in a dream. But clearly not a dream. <laughs> I know this now. Process of elimination. Uh... As a psychologist, I have to uh, go through every path <sighs> known. Are but... you having any trouble sleeping? Should I? I don't care. I was just messing with you on that one. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, well, Milk Milk Daddy said something about <laughs> Milk Daddy. That's me, Milk Daddy. Uh, milk Daddy. Yeah, yes, sir. Milk Milkman said something about cats, so we should probably head that way. So you guys, as you're walking and talking, the closer you get, you happen to see a river running through this town. And you see a bridge. And a metric shit ton of cats. Walking on the road, on the bridge, just everywhere. I thought. Oh, Jesus. Pardon my French. We're going to need more milk. (laughs) (laughs) Is it like sunny outside? It's foggy, it's out. but it's, I mean, it's like dark, or is it like got it, you know how like it'd be foggy with the sun out? Is you like could or? like it's dark. However, that <laughs> ethereal golden glow kind of makes it look bright, especially against the fog. But it is night, is there, from what you can tell. Is there any type of moon outside? Like, Not that, that you can see. can see. No, I'm gonna pull out my pocket watch and see what time it is. Okay. You gonna... Pull out your pocket watch and you look at it, and the hands are just spinning rapidly. <clears throat> I'm gonna go pet the kitties. Yeah, I'm gonna go with him and pet the cats. Okay, so uh, does anybody else have a watch? On like them? which direct? Okay, we are. Uh, okay, we approach them. Are they coming towards us, or are we going in the same direction they're going? From what you can tell, some are just chilling, walking around, but there are some crossing the bridge and going, so they would be going where you guys are going, not towards you. Okay, I'm just going to kind of meander through this group of cats and and keep going forward to see where they're going. Okay, so anybody that is either petting or walking through, I need you to roll me a dexterity. Good thing I didn't go pet those cats. Oh, shit. No. Okay. No, I, I failed. I had a 65 out of... I got a 70 out of 65. I, you know what? I can feel... I'm going to start... I'm going to feel myself falling, and I'm going to spend some 
luck. I'm going to send some... Yeah, I'm going to spend some luck so I don't fall. It is 18 under 40. I got 10 under 55. I critically succeeded. Conceded. Conceded. I didn't go over there yet because I was going to check the watch. Okay, so... Kyle and Millie, you bend down. You start petting these cats. A couple of them do come up to you. And you critically succeeded. So you're petting this orange cat. And he's just purring away. And you look and you're not quite sure, but you think he winked at you. And he starts walking towards the bridge. Me. Really? Oh. Yeah, they're they're purring and stuff. They and don't care oh, about you. Can I pick one up and put it in my bag? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to do it with the orange cat. I did, I want to. What's <laughs> a kitty? You're a kitten. <laughs> you pick one up, but when you try to put it in your bag, it's like, no. And it jumps out of your hands. So, Frank, when you start walking... You feel yourself almost step on a cat, but okay. you quickly pull your leg back up and you it's fine and you make your way across the bridge. Okay. Kyle, if you run ahead of them, it looks like you're the Pied Piper. <gasps> Do it. Doing it. <laughs> I'm going to run ahead of the cats. You're running? I need you to roll me a hard dexterity. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, don't fail me now. You said a hard? If you're running, yeah. Make it <coughs> hard. I failed. <laughs> I got a 72 out of 37. This is not good for you. I didn't think it was. <laughs> so as you're running, you happen to step on a few cats. Sorry. Sorry, kitty. Sorry. And they like hiss at you and... You happen to like all of you start noticing now the cats start parting away from Kyle and now they're all going across the bridge. I'm gonna follow him with like a, a faster pace. Okay. To try so, to keep up with at least a couple of them. Okay. And then I'll come along. Can I offer some beef jerky as a peace <coughs> offering to the kitty cats? Uh, no, I got a it, bottle of warm milk here. At least I assume it's warm. I'm just going to kind of pause and look over my shoulder at this new guy. And just it's just a old man look of. <laughs> I'm going to follow also. Try to keep up with them. Okay. So since they've all taken off, even with trying to keep a pace up with them, you don't have to roll any more dexterity. Anytime you go near a cat, any cat, they run from you. Even with the food? Even with the food. Oh. You done fucked up your chances, boy. <laughs> I'm just going to follow you the massive up, cat. Hey, hey, Ron. Hey, hey, Ron. I'm just going to keep saying I'm sorry to the kitty cats as we're walking. Uh, sorry. You know, I can't understand you, right? It doesn't matter. I gotta try. <laughs> I gotta try. They're cats. You just gotta give them some time. The kitties don't. They don't like me. I'm following the. They say cats. cats never forget. So 
They'll always hate you. So why the cats? I guess I'll just have to drink my sorrows away on your tab. So I have behind the cats. <laughs> like if the cats are with them or ahead. Yes, I'm going to have you them. removed. So you said they're all moving. So. Yeah, all of the cats are moving. So you guys make your way. And after a little bit, because you're following the cats, after a little bit, you happen to notice up ahead is a giant platform. It's got a big ball of yarn on it. (laughs) (laughs) And you see this amber light pouring over the platform. This big ivory platform. You start hearing voices, though. You can't really see people yet, but you start hearing voices saying, hurry, the train is coming. And a whole lot of just excited clamoring. And a whole bunch of cats. And that is what you see ahead of you. You do see, like, shadows of humanoids. You can't see them yet, but like up ahead, where you're assuming the voices are coming from. But just a ridiculous amount of cats. That don't like me? (laughs) (laughs) That don't like me? I I have a theory in my head. I probably pissed off Bass (laughs) cats. Of what's going on here. Uh, I'm going to, out of curiosity, I'm going to run to the platform. Like, to try to get a look at the people. You're going to step on the cats, too? <clears throat> My theory is correct. These are not I'll cats. I'll move up there with them. Okay. So, you guys start heading up there. When you get a little closer, you guys happen to see a sign that says Ulther Station. You don't... There's no tracks on the other side of the platform you see long green grass heavy with dew instead of a strange round imprints that vanishes into the mist on either side on the platform itself you see to the left that there is A cordoned off section with red rope with a red runway on the ground. You start seeing things. (laughs) You start seeing different creatures, different monsters, things you've never seen before in the crowd but none of them look hostile and they all look excited and none of them are in the cordoned off like the roped off section but they're all standing there look like they're just waiting for the train some are talking to each other some in languages you have no idea what it is but you do happen to see in the crowd about five humans do they look excited? Yeah. Can I go talk to one? Yes, you you start making your way towards the humans. And when you do, all of you happen to notice that the cats are now walking down 
the runway on and the, the cordoned carpet. off yeah. on the court, like the roped off section. They're all walking through and it's nothing but the cats. Um, God damn it. <sighs> I'm going to follow. Whatever your name is. Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> so it's been fucking Kyle for the last three goddamn so seasons. I'm gonna, I've been keeping up with the cats, but I'm kind of stepping to the side. I'm just going to see if I could roll to see if the name Ulthar uh, is familiar to me. Because out of game, I know that's that town, but I don't know it in game. Uh, I don't know if I know it in game, but I only have. Yeah, I say I only have. Hold on. 5% in history, and I have nothing in a cult, so. Uh, you would have to roll either a cult or Cthulhu Mythos. Can I roll Cthulhu Mythos? You can. Mm-hmm. If anybody that has Cthulhu Mythos or a cult and want to roll to see if they know what Ulthar <sighs> Station is. Uh, Blades wanted to, I think, didn't you? No, I'm back, and uh, I wanted uh, now I've forgotten, Jesus. God damn! Oh, I wanted to roll a cult fire. because I'm actually really studied up into that. Nice. <clears throat> I got eight percent on my occult check. <clears throat> yeah, my dice are on fire. I got a twenty-two out of seventy-two. Twenty-three under ninety. Okay. So all of you that have passed, you realize that you've passed into the dreamlands. That this is the dreamlands, and you are at Ulther. And in Ulther, the law is no man may kill a cat. So now you understand why the cats were pissed at you. But you do know you didn't kill one. You just kind of stomped on a couple tails. Ooh. <laughs> And you do remember now that the river that you crossed is the singing stream of sky. The hash singing slasher? No. (laughs) And then, Herb, you try to think about these creatures, these monsters, but you can't really, even with passing, you can't really place what any of them are they're creatures you've never seen before or read about that's fair again it's not like i would know everything about it it's more or less i'm sure there's folk tales and such passed down but they would be mostly of the more significant creature types or whatever so um words of wisdom to the group I know where we're at now. Don't kill the cats. Wasn't planning on it. Good. <clears throat> You're the only one harming them. <laughs> it wasn't on purpose. I just wanted to be the, the flute player guy in the front. The what? The Pied Piper. Yeah. I believe the, the Pied Piper was leading rats, not cats. But uh, in his defense, it rhymes. So in his mind, it's the same thing. I guess. <laughs> Still an animal. He's a detective. <laughs> Best I know. Just not an animal detective. <laughs> well, actually, uh, 
you gents mind introducing yourselves? I kind of introduced myself. I didn't want to call your commanders into question, but... I'm Kyle. Good to meet you, sir. I offer him my hand. Sorry. I'm going to shake his hand vigorously. And I will match it. Ah, <laughs> uh, sorry. I <clears throat> That's money bags. Woke up in a strange place. Please don't call me that because Kyle is getting cut off. <laughs> <laughs> you mean I'm out of the will? Oh, drats! In the will, I'm just saying I'm going to tell the the people in the train that you're no longer allowed to charge to my account. We'll see what happens. Because <laughs> you're rude. You're lucky I haven't I know, fed you the to the grass man. <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> but uh, uh, nonetheless, uh, Clarkson, James Clarkson of Kensington. That's good to meet you, sir. I already shook your hand, but I'll shook it again. Yeah, this is quiet. And I'm just kind of absentmindedly, like, hand over my shoulder, Frank Jacobs. That's good to meet you, Frank. Yeah. Or Bentley. Though you might have already heard that. And you, sir. Uh, I'm Fred Lyons, resident parapsychologist. Ah. Well, it's excellent to meet you, Dr. Lyons. Offers you a hand. I'll shake his hand and also pinch him. Make sure he's not in the dream. <laughs> what? <laughs> so rude. All right. Stop oh. fucking pinching people. I'm going to pinch Kyle again. God. And you, young lady. I'm going to pinch it back. <laughs> I'm Millie. Shit. Well, it's excellent to meet you, Millie. Nice and I'll offer you, you my too. hand. I'll, I'll shake his hand. No. Excellent. We're all friends now. So, uh, where the heck are we? Pardon my French. Uh, I'm still pinching Fred this whole time. I believe we're in, in the. Uh, we're in Ulthar. Yeah, we're in a dream. Simon said. Uh, oh, we're in a we're in a dream of sorts. A place. A dream. Where dreams are. Inception. Huh. It's interesting. Oh. I don't know how we got here. The cats are growling. Well, how about that? Weird cats that can growl like dogs. <laughs> Just don't kill the cats. <clears throat> I would never. It's more reminding, Kyle. I don't uh, like to kill animals. Why are you stomping on their tails? I was running and I tripped. It's not what I saw. You were vigorously stomping on their tails. <laughs> To vigorously stomp on your fucking tail. Uh, yep, I said that. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Whoa, I'm sensing some hostility here. Perhaps we can settle this over a nice glass of milk. <laughs> uh, well, if there's tea the, with it, then yes. We're in a we're in a dream. Milk and tea. You're saying we're in a dream. Uh, kinda. Yes. Well, whose dream? Nobody's cats. Do we know whose dreams? Whose dreams? No, this is just the dreamlands. You don't really know like who's It's not like it's not a dream, it's a place, yeah, but it's... it's in like it's a what it's just like a place that exists in between like realities almost. <coughs> I do have a question. Like Neverland. 
<laughs> so with psychology being a psychologist, you know how some people will experience dreams. Would I know ways that you would tell somebody like if they're in a dream? Like I know this is a separate thing, but I don't add a character. But would I know a way that? Well, I tried that, but <laughs> yeah, like I know. ways that you can tell somebody if they're in a dream to either make themselves more aware that they're in the dream or to try and get themselves out to where they can wake themselves up. I know it won't work, but yeah, being a I'm trying to think because yeah, I mean pinching yourself slapping trying to hurt yourself but you would also know like in a dream it's not actually pain you're feeling so you like yeah i don't know i mean you could try other things too but you would feel what you were doing to yourself so well, i just wanted to, well. to uh, exhaust all methods of waking oneself from a dream <laughs> if it involves slapping i might slap kyle well, I know that if you die in your dreams, you usually wake up at that. Does anyone have a gun? I've got no, three. Let's not, uh, <laughs> let's not jump to that quite yet. <clears throat> Do I still have my guns? I'm going to check. So, when you fell asleep on the train, did you have your guns on you? Always. So, when you go to reach for your guns, they're not there. Instead, there is a sword. Oh, God, what happened to my milk? So do I have three Ugh. swords? You would have, like, a sword, maybe, like, a saber, maybe a dagger, okay. like, different sizes. You wouldn't have, like, three giant swords, but you would, they, it would be like that. So if any of you had any sort of weapon on you when you fell asleep, let me know now. I would have a stake. That's it. I Just a wooden no one? Oh, oh, what were those stakes, Aaron? Were they wooden or metal? They were metal stakes. So metal stake. Okay, so it's wooden now. That's fine. It's so just still James a have a battle axe since he always cuddles his giant rifle. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I got a hunting knife, two revolvers, and the Derringer. So the Derringer's probably like a little pocket knife. It's a it wouldn't Swiss be Army a knife. Yeah, it wouldn't be a pocket knife. It would be an like a gaslight era type knife. Yeah. Oh, like a little dagger or something. Yeah, you'd have a little dagger. I don't know why you're pulling weapons out. We have yet to come across anyone hostile. We encountered something that was like a mist in the insane asylum. You asked who has guns. We reached for said guns. I didn't. Oh, the Herb did, Mr. Bentley. But I... I've approached the platform to see what they're doing, where they're going. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're stopped there knives. at the edge of the platform. Like they are also waiting for the train. Okay. Uh, I look down. I just see tracks and everything, or is it just nothing? No, it's a. Uh, you see the tall grass. You don't see any tracks. Okay, I'm gonna climb down into the tall grass. So as soon as you start climbing down, a few of the creatures stop you and say that's not that's not a good idea you shouldn't do that some of them you can actually understand okay others it's 
language you can't but they're like grabbing you not hostily but like grabbing you to pull you up and some of them you do understand is saying you shouldn't do that that's not safe and then all of you right after you do that you start hearing heavy thumping noise coming from the mist and they are rapidly pulling you up are you gonna fight them uh no I'm just so kind of I'm not out of it but I'm just like just taking everything in I'm not yeah yeah so they they rapidly pull you up and they're kind of holding you back not to hurt you or anything but to make sure you don't do that again and that heavy thumping noise is getting closer and the ground starts shaking not enough to make you fall or anything but you feel a vibration in the ground and you hear a very loud train whistle I'm going to like approach the like edge of the platform and try to peer past people and see the as, try to watch the train as it approaches. Okay. So, and if anybody else wants to do that, that is fine as well. So, whoever is looking, a few moments pass and a monstrosity emerges from the mist it's a bloated bulbous mass an octopus centipede spider kind of thing all jelly like made of separate wriggling ropes all squashed together golden eyes roll with its bulk and multiple maws open and shut it stomps along a dozen of stumpy limbs that fold in and out of its body the beast looks as if it were dredged upon from some unfathomable abyss of the sea. Tentacles writhe freely all around its front and flanks. Behind the beast, its tentacles are entwined with a second beast that follows, then a third, as if these are the cabins of a train. The lead beast, the engine, moves past the platform with all of you standing there and comes to a halt at the edge of the platform. It gives a heavy, ponderous sigh, and from its multiple tentacles, dozens of streams of eldritch smog snort out. I need all of you to roll me a sanity. Oh, what the frick? Pardon my French. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What, you have to get above or was it under? Yeah, it or below. That's a fail. Yeah. 74. 41 under 46. Uh, 26 under 80. (laughs) 76 over 54. 74 over 70. 23 under 70. Okay, so all of you that have passed, you don't lose sanity, but it is... I'm gonna 
Sorry, go ahead. Uh, it is very alarming to see this. This is something you've never, ever seen before. Although, all of you that have lost, you lose one sanity. Uh, I'm going to try not to panic, but I'm going to try and pick up as many cats as I can to keep them away from this thing. <laughs> so, you go over towards where the rope is and the cats, and you try picking them up. And you can get some up, but they jump out of your hands back into waiting in line. I'm going to approach Mr. Jacobs and, like, put my hand on his shoulder. Like, Mr. Jacobs, the cats, they have nothing to fear around here. Trust me, this is perfectly normal in this place. Almost like getting on the Orient Express back home. Um, I'm going to reach in my coat trying to find my flask so I can have a drink. So I'll be doing that and just my eyes are just wide rolling around looking at every taking everything in. I'm going to open up a uh, if I still have it like a golden case and offer him a cigarette. I'm going to take a handful of them and stuff them into my pocket. Okay. Wait, what did you give him? Cigarettes. Cigarettes. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. You, um, your cigarette, you still have your cigarettes. I always have all kinds of tobacco on me. (laughs) Icebreakers. That's what they are. I don't Uh, smoke them, but other people do, so why not? I didn't really have personal effects when we were creating the character, but I'm going to say my weapons of choice would have been brass knuckles. Yeah, you could keep those, because, yeah. I have a forty-five revolver. You now have a sword. <laughs> Otherwise, they could be push daggers. So, after the train stops, you kind of freak out a little bit, not a whole bunch, but you kind of, this is weird and this is strange. You see a ladder come down from the back of the nearest beast. And a man starts walking down this ladder. And he is wearing a three-cornered hat. Has long black hair that is powdered and beribboned. This man has a white and bird-beaked mask on his face, white and white gloves over his hands. He starts walking down. And everybody starts uh cheering excitedly they're very happy they start picking up their luggage and one of the doors as he gets down he opens up one of the doors closest to the cats and the cats start boarding So after a while, when all of the cats get on the train, he shuts that compartment. He goes to another one 
another little cabin and opens it up and all of the quote unquote people start going in and you see him he's standing by there checking tickets I'm going to search myself for my ticket to see if I still have it on me Okay, you search everywhere and you do not find a ticket. <clears throat> that could be an issue, chaps. Oh. Well, shocks. Can I search on me to see if I get a ticket? Sure. You don't have to roll anything. Okay. I'm going to <laughs> approach the guy punching tickets. Okay. So you guys kind of get in line because there's a line forming. And... After a while, you get up to him. And he looks at all of you and says, Welcome aboard the Dreamlands Express to the land of hope that lies beyond the city of gold. Here's your free ticket. And he starts handing you a ticket made of silver tissue. Hmm. Wow, thank you. He just was welcome. Easy. And he kind of just motions for you to enter. Oh, Borden. Yeah, I'm going to follow. I'll follow. Yeah, I'm going in. Hesitantly, but I will. <laughs> Do you guys say anything else to the man? Uh, I'm going to tell him thank you. Yeah, just thank uh, you. Okay. Can you tell the cats I'm sorry? He uh, chuckles at that one. And he says, You did no serious harm. However, I would stay away from them if I were you. But they're so cute. <laughs> I am going to, before I board, I'm going to ask, um, where, where is the, <clears throat> where's the end of the line for this? <laughs> Locomotive? He chuckles at that. And says, by the end of the line is the Gulf of Nodens. And what about the other direction? If we were to go back the other way. And he kind of looks at you. And you can see his eyes through the mask. You can't really see, you know, the rest of his face. But you can see his eyes. And they're very kind. Very kind eyes. And he says, you don't want to go that way. Why, why not? Trust me, friend. You don't. But we got swords and shit. Is there something wrong with that way? I... I have done all I could to make treaties with the... Shall I say people in this place. Some I wasn't successful in... I suggest you just board my train, my version of the Orient Express, and I'll just just go along with where I am going. Are you going to kill us? I'm going to roll a psychology at that last statement Jesus. to see if uh, he is trying to hide any kind of like nefarious plot. That's <laughs> While he's doing that, are you going to kill us? 
Oh, heavens no. I would never. 39 under... Where is it at? 60. That's what I thought I had. So, you're kind of studying his eyes. And he's... He's 100% telling the truth. The only thing he seems like he's hiding is what bad is the other way. But you notice that he is telling the truth about it's bad. And... He he's has not very elaborating the whole story of the bad. Yeah, he's just not telling you what the bad is. But his eyes are a hundred percent kind and truthful. He seems like a very, very good guy. And Alright, well I appreciate the free ticket. I'm gonna board. I mean, if you're not gonna kill us, I'll ride the train. I've already gotten on the track. I've been sitting quietly okay. by oh. myself, just taking everything in. Do we get to sit with cats? No, I don't, apparently, because they hate me. You're a rather intense, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, well, I just believe in straight to the point. No fucking around. The cats, they they have their own cabins, unfortunately. Way to go. This is your fault. <laughs> My fault? <laughs> Right shooter. <laughs> and he looks at you, Kyle, and he says, you know, in the waking world, I was Henry Peters, a conductor on the Orient Express. I've created my Dreamlands Express for all those who ride the Orient Express. At the end of the journey in the Gulf of Nodens, you can unburden yourself with your fears. There's only one journey granted to each soul. That you must understand. If you're ready to ride, come aboard. So you're saying if I ride this train all the way to the end, then I can get one wish. No. Not a wish. He said that you'll face and be relieved of your fears. <laughs> he says, not a wish. You just can unburden a fear. Why am I scared of nothing? Everyone's scared of something, Kyle. I'm scared of that. <laughs> What'd you say, Henry? Mm-hmm. I knew a Henry once. This what, is what? Peters, not Walters. <laughs> yeah. Like Peters, not Walters. <laughs> Are you yeah, still... he likes Peters. <laughs> Are you still Henry in this world, or do you go by a different name? Oh, of course. I am still Henry. Henry Peters, the conductor of the Dreamlands Express. So you have a terrifying train, just so you know. But it's pretty cool at the same time. Oh, oh, these? Well, why don't you come on in, and I will tell you the story if you would like to hear it. Absolutely. Of course. I would love to hear it. Oh, shit. I, I forgot the milkman's here. <laughs> oh, by the way, Herb, you have your bottles of milk. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I'll open my briefcase and pull out a bottle of milk. And it to the conductor. <laughs> On me! Hey, journal! <coughs> it's really? Milk. I mean, you forgot my name like three times. So, yes, your journal now. 
Why do you have cottage Kale cheese in a bottle? Cat step runner. <laughs> that rolls right off the tongue. That makes me want to barf. Cottage Ugh. cheese. I, we totally just glossed over what they said. It's a one-of-a-kind suitcase. It self-cools. Oh. <laughs> it maintains temperature. <laughs> They're having a whole conversation about cottage cheese over here. We're talking shit to each other. <laughs> so... Henry ushers the rest of you in. You all board the Dreamland Express. He shuts the door. And that's where we're going to end the episode today. With all of us chugging uh, large curd, got cheese. <laughs> so gross. I like cottage cheese, but. Have a big old warm bottle of cottage cheese. Does sound like pretty bad. Well, thank uh, you all for listening. Tune in in two weeks. And you're welcome for the thought. Hey, everybody. This is your Mythos Master, Ariel. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please leave a review and share it with a friend. You can come chat with us on our Discord or check out our Twitter. Links are in the show notes below. Next episode airs next Saturday. Keep your percentiles low and your sanity high.